0: This episode of The Accredited is brought to you by Tenth Year Seniors, the Bahamas' number one option for sports and pop culture, and also by the Bahamas Basketball Federation because we think they're cool. And when we come back, we got a lot to discuss. We're in panic mode. Be back after this.
1: I'll make no effort to subdue my personal opinions. I will make every effort to expose you to informed opinions that are different from my own.
0: Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is The Accredited. And like I mentioned before the Open, we're in full panic mode. See, I was so panicked and rattled that I didn't even do the Open properly. I'm Ronaldo in studio with John, back from his sojourn to the West Coast. five. five. Are you you accustomed to East Coast time again? Are you good? Uh, No. (laughs) Not at all. So we are in full panic mode. Uh, If I had more hair, I would be pulling it out because I am completely stressed about the FIBA World Cup qualifiers. I feel like I shouldn't be this stressed about this, but I'm stressed because I want this team to advance so bad, and I want this team to be the team so bad, and I want us to take advantage of this window that... I'm nervous about everything. I'm nervous about every decision. I'm nervous about indecision. I, I, I Okay, let's just start here. Team Canada released their list. They released their roster of... The, the 24
1: team, provisional players.
0: The 24 provisional players that the Bahamas could possibly be facing when they travel up to Canada uh, on the 24th, is it?
1: Yeah, the game's 24th.
0: Yeah, when they travel on the 24th to face Canada in the first round of the qualifiers. This list was pretty good, to say the least. What was your first thought? Well, before you even sent it to me, John, what was your first thought when you saw the list?
1: Why do they have so many um, former NBA players on this team? Yes. Yes. That that was my number one thought. I was lesson. like, why do you have an uh, old number one pick on this team? Why is it not on the NBA? Okay, so let me give you some, let me give you some names.
0: That are on this list, and this is what we're up against, right? And we have made fun of this guy for years in the NBA when he was on part of Miami championship winning teams. Joel Anthony was one of our favorite lightning rods for jokes that we would make watching those Heat teams. You know when it ain't funny?
1: When he plays your team.
0: <laughs> when somebody on our team has to guard Joel Anthony and try to box him up, huh?
1: Boy, Joel's going to get 15 rebounds. Conservative guess, probably. I mean, Joel Anthony
0: has been an NBA player for, what, eight years?
1: Longer than anyone we have on our team. Been a
0: part of a decade. So they've got Joel Anthony. They have, and even though a lot of people probably consider him one of the biggest busts in NBA history, a former number one overall pick, they've got
1: Anthony Bennett on this list. I mean, that's two big men right there. You, I mean, you put Joel at five, you got Bennett at four. Why couldn't he be on an NBA roster right now? Because if he, were, if they were
0: on NBA rosters, we would be safe from this for this first round. Does he have a two-way contract? Because, because he get called up any Anthony second. Anthony Bennett ain't got no kind of contract, bro. Like, I his his NBA career is probably done. Well, okay. Which is okay because I mean it's okay for them because now they can use him for stuff like this, and he's willing and obviously eager to play. So those are two of the names on the list, and then there's some other notables that just stood out to me: uh, Brady Heslip. Brady Heslip is a fantastic shooter. I remember watching him in college. I'm already fearing him being open every time and just knocking down jumper after jumper after jumper. Xavier Ratan Mays. I remember him from Florida State. He's currently by the way, this team, this list, because this isn't the team yet, this list has uh twenty four players. This list has six players currently in the NBA G League and eleven players with NBA experience. I mean, this that's is what we're up against.
1: Like, that's pretty stacked.
0: But, yeah, uh, Raton Mays, uh, f- former Florida State guard, uh, now in the G League. My introduction to him was watching a game where he scored 30 points in about five minutes. And I'm not kidding. That guy did that. No, I believe it. He's Canadian. They have the good times. Chris Joseph. Rem- name immediately stood out. Remember him from Syracuse. Jermaine Anderson name
1: immediately stood out. Both of those guys play in the French A league. No, <laughs> that's that's where it goes. And because our best players, I would say right now, are playing in the French B league. Yeah, ex- no way.
0: This explains panic
1: mode. Honestly, though, I do think Kino could be a A league player. The way he's playing right now,
0: he's he's killing it. I. Listen, I'm, I'm just
1: saying, you know, that nullifies maybe one of them. Now we have to worry about the other ones. Man, it's it's quite a it's quite a list, John. And the thing about what what
0: what kind of throws you off in this is Canada is obviously stacked, and this isn't including all of the guys in the NBA that'll be be able to play later on in the later windows. Um, they're stacked. They're ranked eighth in the Americas region. 25th globally so obviously this is a basketball powerhouse and unless you've been under a rock for the last few years you know the kind of quality players they've been putting out they just won the under 19 championships upsetting the usa nobody ever beats the usa at that level but they just did with that goddamn rj barrett that decided to go to duke (laughs) anyway that's that's a story for another time but so you think about it you see canada being this progressive we're recording this right now on the 15th so we're we're 9 days out and
1: there's no official word on Team Bahamas. I mean, there is a list that was sent to FIBA, but I think FIBA has to approve every player before they release the list.
0: Well, let me ask you a question as a as an insider. If a country like Canada is putting their list out there to because th- how you galvanize support is to let people know oh, the no, players no. that are going to be on your team, why why haven't we done that? If we're trying to sell this and we're trying to market this and we're trying to make we're trying to make this uh World Cup qualifiers the biggest basketball event this country has probably ever seen. I think Knowing my Bahamian people, you got to let them know who they come in to watch, and you got to do that
1: now. I get it, I understand it, but like we know that there are some people who are going to be on this team. Like, you could just say off the bat, like, is going to be on the team, Mike Carey is going to be on the team. I mean, these are the key Kadim's going to be on the team, these are professionals right now that we know who are going to be on it. But the whole thing is, I think FIBA actually has to release the list before the host, con- uh, the countries could release them to the media. FIBA wants to, they have to review it, and then release it, and then allow them to release it. Like, it's a part of their the selection thing, I believe.
0: Well, I was, okay, well, that that, that kind of, I, I guess that kind of explains things a bit better, because I just thought we were taking the most Bahamian approach ever to this entire thing, and we were going to name the team, like, the day before.
1: No, we should have, the the, the team should be named if I'm not mistaken, Friday? It should be, because that's when I've heard through the grapevines, most of the players are going to be back no, on Friday. You've
0: got to say that properly as an insider. You have to say, my sources, sources say, is close to the situation tell me. Sources, sources close over. to the
1: situation say that most the seven players are coming home Friday. Okay, so we got seven. We just got to know who the other five are yeah. now. So, we're going to do, like, a secret slow
0: rollout of this? I don't know. I just don't think this is the right approach. Because even if you weren't giving us the final 12, right? I feel like you give people this list of 24 so we can start doing that. So, you can actually start selling this team. Because you're not selling the flag in this. You're going to be selling these players. Yeah. The flag is on every team. you got to sell
1: these players if you want to get people to come out and watch. No, I agree. Like, we need to know... At least it, you okay. I know the list of twenty four. They put Buddy and Aiden and Tum Tum on it. Yeah, but you know those. But you aren't know guys. They, they can play. Yeah, they're not going to so, be available. In yeah, this and first a bunch of the away. NCAA players they're not going to they're not going to be available for the first or the second. That's the that's the issue. But they want to put them on the list. Um, I really thought that they should have um put some of the junior level players on the list just as a sign of respect. I guess you know be like okay, we know. Aiden, Buddy, and -and so-and-so ain't playing. So let's put, for example, a Franco, a Sammy on the list just to... But wouldn't they have to have them on that
0: same list? Is the list of 24 straight throughout for the entire thing? No, they could change the
1: list. Oh, there's... Okay. It's for every window.
0: Gotcha. So that's why I'm saying... So this is just for the first two games then?
1: Yeah. This would have been a good time to put other players... On this list just to be like we're looking at you if you keep doing what you're doing you have a chance of making the team type thing
0: that's very progressive thinking of you perhaps you should be one of these insiders that one of the sources that you get your information from that's a story for another time so your best guess when we would know is on Friday because another thing I think this does okay so you look at here's my idea for what FIBA should do right and I know you say they have to approve everything first I believe there should be a set date when everyone's roster is released so everyone has equal time for scouting and to look at
1: what other teams and do. And you want to know what the thing about that is? Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they don't have to have the set roster until the day before. So FIBA basically is run like a behemoth organization. Yeah. There. like I, If I'm not mistaken, I think you could travel with... You could travel with all 24 players. If you want,
0: and then at at the last minute, be like surprise.
1: This is this this is the twelve of the twenty four. I feel like that's really stupid. So, but no, I mean FIBA has been known, and me being inside the operations room when it happens, like you'll be surprised about. Okay, why they bring seventeen players here? These are the twelve that should be playing. Then all of a sudden, they just throw three random people, and it's just like what. Why did these three people get picked up? But they do it and then they send them home. They send the players home. Like, this, every country does it. I feel like this is too big of a deal for this to be run
0: this way. I don't know. I, listen, all I'm saying is I am in full panic mode after I saw Canada's list. And you know, Canada has a strong program. Like, I, I clarified that before we even started down this path. You know how good Canada
1: is. Well, it's still at, alarming to you look, look at, at that Canada's list. Canada's team right now, right? They did not send many of them to the America. No. Of these players. Like those players who were sent to the America, that was probably like the C squad. That they just said, you know what? Go get some run. Go get some experience. Go get some reps. Get a chance to wear the maple leaf. Yeah. You probably won't get another one. I mean Joel was on that team, so He got so many rebounds and set so many (laughs) screens. So but Virgin Islands beat them. Like, I'm gonna say our biggest competition right now. We have to beat the Virgin Islands. We just have to beat them. We gotta hope Virgin Islands lose every game and just beat them both two times.
0: So, what we're, our approach to Canada is,
1: we're gonna we're gonna be cautiously optimistic. Yeah, no, I I think, I mean, I think it's different than what Central Basket was because it's five games in five days, type to six days or whatever it is. Plus, now you have players who are coming in middle of the season in shape. You gotta remember when we play these central basket tournaments.
0: That is in the off season. That's it's in, in the July. off season. Yeah. So
1: you know they're relaxing. They're not working out as hard. They're not in the gym as much. You can see it. You can see the fatigue. You can see I mean, everything. but
0: isn't that the same for everybody
1: though? I mean, mm, I wouldn't say. opposing players can make that same claim too though. I wouldn't say that. I mean, I think Bahamians is a little different. <laughs> what? When you come home, you coming home. <laughs> To have fun. You don't think people in the USVI do the
0: same thing? You don't think those players do the same thing? You don't think dudes in Canada go home to have fun?
1: No. John, we they, go to Canada to have fun. And as I was saying, we're Bahamians. So we just have fun Think anywhere. positively here, man. Come on. I,
0: I am trying to think positively, but I am also in panic Can mode, you get so a bottle of
1: rum in Canada for 15 bucks? Yes. No, you can't. Yes. No, you can't. I did it. You can get some beer. I feel like I did that. You probably gave fifteen dollars and getting, took fifteen dollars from someone else, and then ended up paying more. Wait, where the hell are you getting a fifteen-dollar bottle of rum from here? My dad's shop. Shut up. <laughs> okay,
0: so, so, so let's let's get back to this point of us not selling this properly because
1: that's a huge part of this. Like, I feel like, but Bahamians do I think that. I think participation is going to be well with the crowd because people like basketball here, and yeah. I think that you're going to have a walk-up crowd. It's not going; to, people aren't going to buy the tickets in advance. Let's put it that way. Fair. That's just how BMIs are. Though I am thinking that we might have some giveaways. On the ten ys network, we can of, we, we can do it right now. We get to, Do you have tickets right now? I mean, no. I have to get them. Oh, but, okay.
0: I thought we were going to give them away, like, right
1: now. Yeah. No, we, we, we'll start doing, like, some trivia. I wasn't actually going to give it away. I was just going to take it. Well, you get a media pass. Yeah, still. You get a media pass. S- s- but, it. yeah, no, we'll have, like, some trivia questions or whatever with some of these players.
0: So, so. is this just me overreacting to the fact that I saw so many recognizable names? Yeah, what this I think is. S- to an extent. I mean, well overreacting is kind of what I do, and I yeah, feel no, like as a as a writer, it's, it's as a writer, it's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to overreact to everything. You
1: got to remember we're always every tournament we go to, we're always we never had a stacked team for the past what? 5-6 years. We never had our full team. And, and I feel like we still won't. And we're not having it this time. So, we're kind of used to playing in um these situations. Work. Yeah, but
0: not well, though. Like, we haven't been finishing as well as we should have for the fact that we haven't had our, everyone's enti- coming in shape our entire now. team. um, Central Basket in Panama, I think based on the talent level that we had, I think even the coaches and the players would probably consider that a huge disappointment. The fact that they finished, what,
1: seventh place. Yeah. No, that yeah. was... We should have been in the... I could go back at that Mexico game. Jeez. Yeah, I mean listen, you offered spot on
0: analysis for every game. I think that is usually the point where you message us and said, uh, they joking. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot how wait many, to kick it to many many you. How many times? I cannot wait to kick it to you to the as a sideline reporter and the only thing you have to offer is they out here joking. That is your that is the full extent of your basketball analysis. Yeah,
1: and it's right. Did you hear me say they were joking when I was on the
0: West Coast? That usually is right. It usually is right. That's that's the thing that irks me so much about this. I cannot refute when you say oh, the Jokin because oftentimes it is right and bothers me and every get, single time. And you get Everyone understands it. Everyone does get it. I, I hate that it works. Okay. So so when I see
1: this list come out, um, I'll probably calm down by then. Yeah. I mean, expect the big names on it knowing that they're not going to play. But also expect, I mean, the, there should be some hidden surprises that actually... ah surprise
0: players yeah
1: okay the the Bahamian public will not really won't know and even if they did know they wouldn't know because it's just how they they were Well, it's your jobs and inside
0: but this is what i'm saying though for people like us in the media it's important that we know who they are so we can start educating the public on who they are
1: and then when that time comes we'll be able to do the bios and and everything. And we're gonna be busy because with so yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be pretty busy. Especially you like, could have done that. Like now, we could
0: niggas been doing this for like two weeks.
1: The week before, like before we go off to Canada, we're gonna be busy doing how we did like with the junior boys, like getting to know some players. We're gonna have to do that with these some of these senior level players. That's next week. So now you know. <sighs> just just before battle for Atlantis sounds like a whole lot of work
0: that they're putting on us here at the last minute. But um, so surprises. Can I guess some of the surprises? Yep. Okay. Uh, so you say you're saying no NBA players. No, no NBA players. You're saying no NCAA players. No NCAA players. Hmm. Okay. My guess is that we are able to convince several recently retired NBA players or players currently without contract. To switch allegiance and become Bahamian, and we get them on this roster.
1: I mean, no, but you something about past professional might be there. Who's the best NBA player who retired last year? Okay, no, it's not the best NBA player who retired. I'm tr- listen. I'm trying to get people excited about this Kobe. thing. I feel.
0: <gasps>
1: <gasps> could you imagine if we get Did Kobe? Did we get Kobe? <laughs> No, we did not get Kobe. How
0: do you know? Have you seen the list? Yes. Oh, why you can't tell us who's on the list? Then?
1: Cause I, cause you've been sworn to secrecy yeah, as an sworn, insider, yeah. and I can't you would, r-
0: reveal my sources. You would r- ruin all of your relationships because you're like basketball Adam Schefter or whatever. So Bahamian it's not. So basketball. what you're t- what you're saying is it's not Kobe.
1: No, it's not Kobe.
0: So we obviously know we won't we won't have. We won't have Aiton. We won't have Travis Munnings. We won't have Buddy. We won't, won't have, Tom have Tom Tom. Anybody playing? NC, Dwight Colby, we won't have any of those guys. Nope. But so just based off my educated guess alone, um, like you mentioned, got guys like Keno Burrows, Mike Carey, Kadeem Colby. What about Dan Rattanols? Is he is is he on this list? I know he was drafted in the G League. I don't think he made the team with the Grand Rapids Vipers. But is he's not gonna be a part of Well, no. okay, you can't reveal yeah. your sources, but I'm just I'm just I'm just guessing, I'm just spitballing, I'm trying not to be panicked here. I'm trying to I
1: mean there is a Houston connect that will that should be there.
0: We got so many Houston connects. Yeah. Houston and the Bahamas are like this. You can't see what I'm doing, but I'm doing that thing like where people cross their fingers. There's going to be a Houston Connect. I don't like how cryptic you are with this. We shouldn't be cryptic. I know with this. this. We th- should get to say who is playing
1: in this game. It's nine days away. There should be another player from the French B League on our team. Once played for a top 25 program in the U.S. Oh, uh,
0: for real, for real, for real. That guy. Okay. See, I'm good at, I'm, I'm good at putting the pieces together because we've got four players. I've written about him. Randy's written about him several times we've got four people in the french b league it's one of them isn't gonna play it's kino it's mike it's zane and it's for real for real for real so one of them isn't playing okay (laughs) (sighs) this is too much this is too much suspense i just need to know it is anyway so uh before we move on explain that you mentioned that you got a list of new 24 players for each window explain what you mean by each window for people that probably didn't listen to our last podcast about this
1: well they're changing towards the soccer format where there's two matches in pretty much five days type thing um you get to nominate 24 players for each window so this window coming up is the 24th to the 27th so you could pick 24 players for that then when february i believe comes there's two other games the two home games here you get to pick another 24 players or the same twenty four players, it doesn't really matter. But then you get to those twenty four players you pick are allowed to play in every window.
0: You wanna hear my harebrained brain scheme for how we get people uh into this? I know what Bahamians love more than anything else. Uh there are two things actually. They love numbers, they love politics and rallies and all that stuff. What if we have players actually
1: campaign to play and the public gets to vote on the twelve who's on the team? Um no. How about you do it like baseball does it, and you vote in the last player? There you go. We get to decide. We get to pick one. You get to that should one. be it. So you
0: have. So here's what the here's what the basketball federation should do. You release eleven, mm-hmm. and then you give them a list of five that they could pick from.
1: Yeah, and then because you can't go pick, you know. Yeah, yeah. You got you got person. you got
0: five candidates. They go about. This last week, they campaign in the communities. They do stuff like show up at schools and show kids that hey, I can and hit dunk. threes from like thirty feet out or whatever. I can do windmill dunk. But you know what they were probably doing for
1: that final spot? <laughs> they would probably be like, "All right, um, we're gonna put Buddy in that final spot."
0: Yeah, but they can't. Because he's not playing. So it has to be one of these people. They can't.
1: He's, they actually can. And but then, he's still doing Sacramento Kings things. Yeah, and then they just say, oh, he was unable to come, so we had to pick someone else. Why are you trying to ruin like what we have going here? No, we're going to uh, go
0: with this. We're going to with the five players trying to f- to fill that last spot. And this will be for the, f- the first. And the second game is a home game. So we're traveling to play Canada on the 24th, and we will here be here 27th. on the 27th. Tickets are $10. So it's not even like they're expensive. We're here on the 27th to play against USVI.
1: And we haven't beat USVI in like the last three years. All right. So this is the one we got to have. Like this is, this is a real rivalry. Like this is another Caribbean country. You, you keep telling me how real this rivalry is. No, this is a real like. I'm, I feel like you really hate USVI. You know how many times I've saw, seen Bahamas live lose to USVI at all levels? Three. One, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't expect me to know that. dude. No, hold on. Might be four. Okay, so I didn't know. I was, I was close No, it's though. three. The Junior Girls USVI didn't play. See? There you go. Yeah, it was three. So this is... See, this is what I'm
0: saying, though. To have a legitimate rivalry, to get people behind a legit rivalry, you've got to build up some kind of hate equity in there. So we, we have got to know things. We've got to know who our team is so we can know who to love, and we've got to know that we got to hate USVI. We so hate we, them. we got to pick people to hate. Now, hey, everybody, hate Sam Mitchell. I mean... You go and watch NBA TV. You listen to I'm gonna his say Slack George Southern Khalil analysis. Hart. Go hate him. Well, him too. But start with Sam you Mitchell. You know how
1: come you hate him? Because he's taking minutes from Mike in the French League on the same team. Bam. Hate him.
0: Yeah. That's a good enough reason. But I want to start at the head, though. Pause. Because I want to start with Sam Mitchell. Because I feel like to most Baham. is he still work for NBA TV? I feel like I he still know. does. He still does
1: that studio analysis. Also, hate USVI. I mean, this is not a real reason, but it is now. Because the president of FIBA Americas is from USVI, bias done. Whatever. Yeah, we're just gonna yeah. we just gonna throw it out there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm not all about this. It people in the it's, front office, you know what being it is. In of like stuff your country. giving yeah, someone yeah, from
1: USVI is like just giving someone from the US. The president to say they cheat.
0: Yeah. So oh, so he's you. You're saying he's U.S. president is mm, what he is. Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> what I'm saying.
0: So listen. If you do not like U.S. President, I'm not saying the President of the United States. All I'm saying is a U.S. President of something, then bring that same kind of emotion here and bring it to the gym in your hatred for USVI. Let's get
1: this real rivalry thing going. Also, remember, they got U.S. passports. Like, are they they real? Are they real? Are these? is, Is this a team of nationless individuals? Like. When I went down for Central Basket Women, they had, like, five women who were born in Detroit playing for them. This team of nationless cheats is just coming
0: to run rampant in this tournament, you're not going to do that in this country. No. Because this is where the buck stops on 27. Thank you, because I already dislike them, and when you go and watch NBA TV, make fun of Sam Mitchell and his accent and what I'm sure
1: are gator boots. You want to know something else? This, fill me in this Soka Fets suck in St. Thomas
0: <laughs> <laughs> keep them coming keep them coming the USVI is trash let's get this going let's get this rivalry going we are going to say the most extreme things we possibly can because we ain't trying to have no rivalry their rum isn't even that good we ain't trying to have no type Y with Canada we, we just gonna chuck the deuces and keep it walking but love- USVI though mm. that's where we can talk our shit again
1: yeah we gotta beat them and trust me, everyone on that team who is going to be playing, they haven't won since the they won the gold medal in, in CBC. So that's the last time I beat USVI. So what you're saying is at home, we face a must-win game. Mm-hmm. Every game is a must-win, but this is a super must-win.
0: Yeah, no, super, mu- super must-wins are obviously far more important than must-wins. I mean, that's clear. Everybody knows a super must-win, John. I mean, that's, that's easy. Okay, so after that, game on the 27th against usvi the next window would be february Ooh, yeah that's a lot listen you can't take a loss into the next
1: two months because we have canada and dr oh jesus christ canada again but 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 here here's what i'm thinking right we crush usvi this round right absolutely and then we take buddy and aiden and tum tum and travis to usvi and crush them there well and i could go steal the Kineps from the connect tree do they
0: even call it Gnaps? Remember they tried to tell you
1: not to eat yeah, the Yeah, they, they, They're like, don't eat the Gnaps. Please tell the story, is... John.
0: For, Stupid USVI.
1: First of all, me and um, Shalonda, Jacksonville, um, your Let's Player, mm-hmm. we saw a Gnaps tree. And she's like, I climbed the tree. And I said, no, you playing. Let me climb this tree. Nah, dude, hey, listen, your love of country knows no bounds. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> by the time I was done, you know one of those like 10-pound bags of ice? Yeah. We had a whole bag like that. You were in that tree for a minute. Not even they don't pick caneps there, so it was just easy. So what? What was I got your a, method?
0: You just you just had like a stick knocking them down,
1: or you yeah? Like well, I was method. able to grab some, uh, and then nice. I got a stick, and I was able to knock down the rest. Yeah, this is
0: th- listen. Can I tell you? This is probably you were at your peak island person in this moment. Yeah. In this
1: moment, you were no longer Chilean. You became the I most needed, island you have ever been in your entire life. So we brought all the caneps, and the people they're like, "Oh, don't eat the caneps. They can make your stomach hurt." The best part was every Bahamian looked at it like, you stupid?
0: Yeah. And, yeah, USVI. Y'all don't tell us how to de- enjoy a delicious island They had an fruit. entire
1: canep tree next to a university campus full of caneps. <laughs> Wasteful people. Boy, not living off the land. Wasteful people. not
0: Real Americans. That's what they are. All right. I'm ready for this now. I'm ready for the 27th. And I hope you are too. You mentioned uh, Segway for a moment. So... Mention Buddy and Aiden and being able to to play in the next round. So John spent the last 10 days or so on his West Coast sojourn, just learning about everything in the Pacific uh, area of the United States. John was in Arizona to witness DeAndre Ayton's debut. He, he caught a couple of exhibition games and his official regular season debut. And then John also took a quick trip to Sacramento to catch a couple of the Kings games and, you know, to get a first hand look at Buddy Heal this season. The lead from this trip, funded by 10thierseniors.com, the lead from this trip... Why we ain't got no sponsors? What's wrong with y'all? Was that... They were five for five with ten YS in the building. Five for five. How proud are you
1: of that? <sighs> Trust me. It was more shocking than Sacramento. Well,
0: let's just let's just yeah. put
1: it that way. Yeah.
0: Well, Arizona is like the number five team in the nation. Let's Sacramento this, is
1: not. When I went to Sacramento, they had one win.
0: Yeah, and that was I think that was the second game of the season.
1: And I went there and we doubled it. So, Sacramento
0: came into that, I think, with an eight game losing streak, I think it oh, was. Oh, yeah, they seven. were super
1: dead. They were super dead till I got there. Yeah,
0: it was, a, it was a seven or eight game losing streak. You get there. Uh, Buddy had been relegated for, for, to, to the, the bench, bench for like two days. Which two sucked, games. Because I was
1: in um, Arizona and I'm like, man, Buddy hit the bench. Like, I can't even get him in the star and line up like a video of him on the video board type and starting that card from three yeah. point. Like, I was like, well, that sucks.
0: Yeah, and they don't do that
1: for the bench. Med- oh. No, you don't do that when you're coming off the bench. Make a special exception, I guess. No. <laughs> yeah. Let me, if, if I talk to them, the, the coach is like, he. Always, well, I could go on with the coach. After the games, he has his press conference. He ends his press conference when he wants to. He'll be like, and that was the last question, and walks out. Nice. So he doesn't need, he
0: doesn't need like how a college coach has got to have that person by the door. Okay, last one for coach. Nope. You know, like, He'll just be like, do.
1: and that was my last question.
0: Nice, I like that. So, other than obviously being the driving force behind a successful career for both of these players, let's start with Sacramento since they were obviously in in a bad spot with those losses in a row. Now, we were also at Buddy's debut in New Orleans. What, What did you see or what was the most glaring difference between... The version of Buddy we saw last year in New Orleans in those first few games and the version you saw Buddy in Sacramento. Because you, you can see these players play on TV, but it's much different being there, seeing uh, their body language in locker rooms, in shoot-arounds, and doing all that. You get a better sense of things. What, if anything, was different to you?
1: He's a lot more relaxed, and that's what it is. I felt like in New Orleans, he was too doing things too quick. I mean, he's still doing things too quick that I think, but he's more relaxed. Um, That's what she said. Yeah. Even in when you're at the, the pregame warm-ups, he's talking to more people, you know. He's talking to Page right there, just saying, like, hey, and is like, you better shoot the ball better. You know, <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, was really saying that, though, because <laughs> yes. at that point, he was shooting, like, 28% from yeah. there.
1: So, and I mean, um, what I got was he was laughing more. He was happier more. Like, he had brand-new Kobe's on, and, ah. and that probably helped him with those... Those games. Of course it did. Because he pulled him off in the middle of being Bahamian and just, like, mashed it up with his hand Yeah, got to br- break it And he it was in. like, these new shoes, these new shoes. And then he went and hit, like, eight three-pointers in a row and then ran into the locker room.
0: Wait, hold on. What if they just do that on the sideline and that becomes his thing? What if they start calling timeouts for Buddy to break his shoes in? I mean, they have to be new every game. Well, yeah. If he's gonna hit eight three, wait, wouldn't you do that if you if you had a guaranteed uh, superstition that is going to lead you to eight threes in a row? Wouldn't you sacrifice new shoes every game?
1: Yeah, cause I'm not paying for
0: them. Of course. I mean, if 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 you're the Sacramento Kings owner, if you're Vivek, rich guy, whatever
1: his last name is, but Nike would I just would give him that. every shoe every game, probably. Yeah,
0: they wear new shoes every game anyway, don't
1: they? No. They do No, they uh, have. Okay. They have like a set, of like twelve pairs of shoes that they wear. I think. Uh, okay, you, you ain't gonna really want breaking all those shoes all the time. Well, I don't know. So his uh, his comfort level a lot different in New Orleans. Um, also, with the media, the comfort level with the media was uh, was. Diff- I mean, he's not the superstar, or he wasn't the high draft pick there, so the media wasn't on him like they were in New Orleans. I remember he was getting NBA TV interviews yeah, and everyone was, everyone was after him for interviews so the, the media pressure because I was told from um, Leo Bass ba- ba- or BS I think from okay. Cowbell Kingdom okay. that I, I missed the, the practice the day before because I didn't want to go um, and fine. he said you that Buddy the streets Buddy, of Sacramento yeah, Buddy came out of the shoot around and he was just like so no one wants to interview me and then walks into the locker room because no one was there to interview. And then he was there like, oh, you didn't show up, uh, this Leo. You didn't show up. I was like, yeah, I was just chilling. I was going to catch him today I'd shoot around." So my question is, is this just a byproduct
0: of the – how do I put it? Is, is this just the, the natural progression of not being a rookie with the expectations of the sixth pick in the draft weighing on you? Is it just being out of that spotlight? Or is it – Is it really a difference in the place,
1: a difference in the system, a difference in his role on the team? I think it's a combination because Sacramento's more, I guess, relaxed and laid back and not really much to do as compared to New Orleans. Um, Which is too much to do. Which is too much to do if you listen to Joy Baskets. Yeah. Too much to do.
0: Joey Baskets Um, went for a week trip
1: and stayed for like three months. (laughs) But that's the thing. It's like, and then he's all the way on the West Coast, so it's harder for people to get to him. Like... Ah, let's I know exactly sh- what yeah, you mean yeah, my people to get to. Yeah, let's just be like when your three-hour time difference, you know, we're sleeping by the time his game is just finishing. Like, yeah. think about it. You had to take a nap before you, you woke up to be I like, really oh. Did. That's how I really co- did. That's how I covered that game. I said, you
0: know what? John's going to need this story. I'm going to bed at 8 o'clock. I'm going to wake up. I had my alarm set for 1230. Going to catch the but end what of I, this fourth quarter.
1: What you have to notice, too, is when Buddy went in the game, this is against OKC. The bench had scored 28 points before a starter scored. Something like that. And Buddy had like eight of those points. After a timeout, they started playing a dance hall song. Because Buddy, ah. hit, Buddy hit like three three-pointers in a row or something like that. Ah. And I just remember. And then the the guy next to me was like, is that Bahamian? I'm like, no. Close enough. That's not Bahamian. It's good enough. It's <laughs> but good enough. It's he what he, gets he listens it. to. And yeah, the, gets Yeah. It. They played it for like 30 seconds. And I was just like, that's a big tune. I forgot the song. But it was a... Big enough tune. It was a big tune. Big enough tune.
0: So, being on the West Coast, being away from New Orleans, I remember when this is what we said uh, during the early struggles in New Orleans, you could tell something wasn't right because he wasn't on Snapchat doing any of his shenanigans. He's back and consistent with the shenanigans now, even through the struggles. So, I feel like even though he shot the ball very poorly early in the season, you could tell that he still was... Himself, and he was able to shoot himself out of that.
1: What people, well, what I was telling people, because everyone, everyone in Sacramento loves Buddy. Like they love Buddy. They media loves him because they're like, he's always humble, he's never mad, he's always saying the right things. But when Once he was, they can understand. Yeah, that's a whole other story. <laughs> they say, oh, do Bahamians speak English? Because we could barely understand Buddy. I'm like, no, we we speak English. they <laughs> are like, yeah.
0: you are talking to me yeah. right now.
1: It's okay, but. What peop what I told the people in Sacramento is they need to realize Buddy was he was a high recruiter out of high school in the college, but it took him two and a half years to get used to the system and then to take off. Yeah. So why would you think that he'll come out of college and do the same thing he was doing in college year one? Like we'll be re- he's not the, the best athlete in the draft. He's not the tallest, he's not the strongest, but he works the hardest. That's the one thing that you hear. He works the hardest, and he probably shoots the ball the best. But when he gets in the games, it's just he has to get used to the time and used to the play. So I would expect him to be consistent with around twelve to fifteen points a game this season, and then next year maybe make that jump to around eighteen points a game. Especially yeah. with De'Aaron Fox.
0: <laughs> well, listen! I mean, when you play with somebody, and you play with the greatness of three Wildcats around you, I mean, <laughs> pretty much built for success, right? I mean, Willie really, Calhoun
1: seems- cut his hair.
0: It seems... Yeah, I I know. yeah. Uh, Trill is one of those eccentric personalities that is going to do things like that from time to time. Like, he may have pink dreads like next oh, week. Oh,
1: one thing about Willie Thrill is he is always the first one to get changed and he's out of that locker room. Hmm. Like, he's got
0: to go paint stuff.
1: He ain't about that interview life.
0: He's got to go paint stuff. Is but he does? takes
1: forever, bro. Well,
0: I, I remember that from us being no. in New Orleans. <laughs> but
1: that's the funny thing. The guy from Calvary Kingdom was just like... Don't worry, Buddy takes forever to get ready. So, And then it'll be like a shirt and jeans. But yeah, I mean, the, f- what? the first game, he, everyone wanted to interview him because he had the team high, you know, seven rebounds. And I literally stood in front of Buddy's locker room or locker, great post position by yeah, you on that video. Because I was just, and everyone was, I think
0: people don't know how difficult that is for a reporter to get for you to get like a good spot with your camera. And you were using your phone at the time. No, or you I, had was, the camera? I
1: had, I had my cam, uh, the digital camera.
0: Did you have it up on the yeah. post thing where you had to hold it? Oh, good, because I was about to
1: say. No, that that hurts. Like, to, yeah. When, when I did that final four, I was like, never again.
0: Yeah, no, that that's not gonna work because if you if you're there using your phone, unless you get like good post position, phone, you're holding that for like three questions. You just want to yeah. get your in and then you're and out there
1: but it was me and a guy because the oklahoma city thunder um abc affiliate who travels with the team so he was in the locker room with a buddy and you know him and buddy know each other because of his oklahoma days but he looks at me and he's like you have a buddy i'm like yep so it's like instantly he went to the second spot so we had the bases covered already like between the two of us nice and there was this girl and i looked at her behind us i'm like you know you could like get in between like it ain't like Uh, yeah uh. she didn't do it though (laughs) nice she was scared
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay let's go to where the trip started the big get in sports deandre ayton uh this was great yeah so give me a sense of put me on the campus in tucson give me a sense of deandre ayton star power at the University of Arizona at this moment.
1: Well, let me start off with a story of... I got an email from Matt, who's the SID for um, Arizona, saying, credentials are ready. Um, you could pick them up at Will Call. And I messaged him, and I said, hey, I'm in the car already, like 20 minutes away. Can I come get him now? He's like, sure, yeah, come get him now. So me and my brother-in-law and my nephew, we're driving... Like, I've never been to University of Arizona campus the amount of times so I've been to Tucson. Shout out, Dean. But... We're driving in and my brother-in-law's like this is where all the basketball players walk because the dorms and stuff are over there they come out of class so he goes so if you see deandre what are you going to do i'm going to say hey deandre like that was it so i'm getting out the car and here comes the seven foot one 260 pounds of ripped muscle now because he ain't no child no more on a hoverboard That's incredible. Going to class on a hoverboard, and I look out and like, "Hey, DeAndre," and DeAndre was in shock because he's like, "I didn't think you were coming out here." So, like, and (laughs) to my, you could have caused
0: a national scandal by shocking him so much with a Bahamian accent as he learns to ride this hoverboard. (laughs) You're coming out of class in Arizona. The last thing you expect to hear is a Bahamian accent, and there you
1: go. And my, my analysis was, you thought I was joking? Ah, yeah ah goes back to yes <laughs> so that's not only your analysis for basketball it's everything. that's your analysis for everything <laughs> so anyways I um I start talking to him and I pull Dean out the car my nephew and I'm like could you get a picture with with Aiden yeah and then I made sure Dean said how I go so always good so always a good choice and then Aiden's like so you're teaching him these things already I'm like I got to yeah I mean like who he ain't gonna learn it from my sister who else is gonna who else is gonna do though it though Dean does know what Bungie is <laughs> Why does Dean know what book he, he knows what that is? So that's instilled in his brain already. He's still got the Bohemian roots very uh, yeah. deep. In um, it. I spoke to Aiden, just you know, chilling out. But when, as a star power, people were walking out the Mikhail Center, and apparently Aiden's name in um Spain was Alejandro, so they call him Alejandro. God, why didn't we get the story behind that? <laughs>
0: I feel like you did get the story behind that. Arr, don't pull a scene. Don't pull a scene. No.
1: Continue. But, um, yeah, we were talking for a little bit. And then, I, you know, he's just like, yeah, I'm going back to the room to go sleep because I'm done with classes for the day. Mind you, it's 11 a.m. Nice. And I'm like, I need that schedule.
0: Um, then all you have to do is be legit the most sought after recruit in college basketball. Yeah. So and I, then you will do whatever the hell you want.
1: I go into the um, the media communications area and I meet Matt. Because Matt was just about to leave and he gave me the passes. And Matt was like, when we have a chance, we'll get you a one-on-one with him. You know, we'll work it out. And we're lucky to have him. Every single person in Arizona that I met was like, we're lucky to have him. And they, I bet, did they all
0: say it so graciously with an air of whatever he wants, whatever you want, whatever the entire Bahamas wants. Thank you for lending him to us for the next five months.
1: Yeah, they're all asking questions about it. And I'm, my honest opinion And I already said in the podcast before, greatest Bahamian basketball player we have right now. Like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, that's
0: not even a hot, scorching take. I'm not, it's no, it's no
1: disrespect to buddy. No, it's
0: no, listen, if you you say one person's better, and I think people got to get over that. If you say someone's better than the other, that's not disrespectful. That's an opinion on who you think is better.
1: So, and then everyone's like, they're like, oh, buddy's great. And then, because they're trying to downplay it to a point. But you could just see that just whispering to me, like just mouth, Aiden's better. Like, I'm like, I know, like, I'm telling you this. Like, yeah. I've seen them both play in person. Like, we, we. It took, it took Buddy four years in college to do what Aiden did in three days. Uh Guys, we knew this since he was like 15. Yeah. Like, it's, it's okay.
0: It's okay. We probably knew it. We probably knew it earlier oh, than that. Talking
1: about 15, like, everyone was asking about Aiden in Sacramento. So I started showing them the clips of him playing UNC when he was 15. And people couldn't believe it. Yeah. And Cap- I was,
0: captured by uh, your very own team right here. Yeah.
1: Sent that out to a couple
0: of people in Sacramento. Sounds like good time. So so your thought is, like, I was saying this is still uh, Alonzo Traer's team.
1: Nope. Bu- your uh, thought it, is that Aiden's this team. is
0: DeAndre Ayton's team yeah. right now. Yeah. What, what, what makes you think that? Is it just is it the way they play on the court? Is, I think it goes it with the entire around. Yeah, it?
1: it's the aura around. Like, okay. No disrespect to Zo, he's a great player, but I just think I love
0: how you're on a first nick first name and not just that a nickname. Yeah, with him, it's amazing. He, he got
1: to. But you need to understand when people see Aiden, like there's the aura around them. Everyone's just like, damn. Like this player, especially even if you listen to the press conferences, he's like, Aiden makes my job easier.
0: Yeah, whenever he's whenever he's there, whenever whether he's in the press conference or not, he's the topic of conversation is the one thing that I noticed. Because- so uh if, if he has the big game and they bring him in to talk to him, you know, <laughs> obviously it'll be centered around how he plays. But what was most glaring was when they didn't bring him in for the regular and season everyone. game. I, still had a, talk I had
1: it. a feeling they weren't going to bring him in when yeah. I saw the stat sheet. Like, I kind of knew, but I also knew that they were just going to ask questions about yeah,
0: it. Yeah, because you know what it is? They know that he's going to have the biggest and the best game most of the time. So yeah. what? what you do with that is you gotta spread it out a little bit. So if anybody's stats give are it to some upper classmen. Yeah, if anybody's stats are comparable, they're gonna they're gonna give them the nod and, and that's great. So we have one of these and I, I wrote this I wrote kind of the same thing that you said uh when I was talking about the college basketball season and the storylines behavior hey, should follow. Like we've had great players, but this is a transcendent talent. Like this is something that We've never seen before. Not even, even though Michael Thompson was a number. But we've never in the seen draft. it because TV wasn't big back yeah, then. Yeah, we haven't. We haven't seen this, and it didn't. It didn't have college basketball. Didn't have the same kind of fanfare, the same kind of feel, and you didn't have an NBA lottery then. So I'm going to say the same thing.
1: And not, and he
0: wasn't one and done. He was
1: yeah. four years in school. I'm going to say that Aiden reminds me of Clowny sophomore season. Uh, Javion Mm -hmm. but wanting to be the number one pick, like proving everybody wrong that he's the number one pick. That's another thing I wrote. Like, if you're not not a college basketball... If you're a Bahamian,
0: you're not a college basketball fan, right? And maybe, you know, you don't care who wins the national championship. You want to see Aiden do well, but you don't care who wins the national championship. What you can have a rooting interest in is him getting this number one pick and outplaying because this is going to be a competition that lasts the entire year between him, Marvin Bagley, and Michael Porter and the uh, European and guy. Luca, Luca, D- D- what, Luca, yeah, Luca. We, we ain't got to pronounce his last name and Luca. Lu- so, all we want to do is see Aiden outplay them every night. And I ain't gonna lie, I was upset by Marvin Bagley's first two games when he put up like 25 and 10. But he got poked in his eye. Thank you, Tom Tom.
1: <laughs> Look at Tom working it out. Always <laughs> doing it for country. Actually, it wasn't even tum-tum. daddy
0: I don't even watch it. But my story is that Tom Tom poke him in his eye because he was competing tum-tum and he was putting up better numbers. Cause it was actually his teammate. I, nope, you're not knocking me up. this is why Tom Tom poke him in his eye. So. There's still a lot of work that came out of Arizona that we have yet to come up with. Uh, Stay on the lookout for John's exclusive one-on-one interview with DeAndre Ayton. You're going to hear questions that no other person in the media on the planet is going to ask him in this interview. I promise you that. So stay on the lookout for that. We have that on the way. Uh, He is going to be down here along with Dwight Colby. They're both going to be down here for the Battle for Atlantis. We have the FIBA qualifiers, the home and away going on this month, like we started talking about. I'm no longer in panic mode since I started talking about uh, Aiden and Buddy, so that's you know good. know how good it could be. Yeah. So, listen, November is going to be stacked with tons of basketball action. Um. So you're probably going to get a higher frequency rate uh, with the accredited because we're going to have a whole lot we need to talk about. We're going to have a lot we need to inform you of. The next time you hear from us,
1: Probably be before I leave. Will be
0: when they name this guy. So before I leave. (laughs) Yes. This has been the Tantier Seniors podcast. Y'all stay All Alright,
1: I'm not gonna tell you what to put on the air. I'm not allowed to tell us what to put on the air.